If you like what you're about to hear or what you've already heard, be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. You can find this episode along with others on iTunes, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Google Play. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at OffTheClockPod, that's O-F-F-T-H-A, ClockPod, or you can search Triple D, that's Triple underscore D. And you can always email me at OffTheClockPodcast at Yahoo.com. Once again, that's O-F-F-T-H-A, ClockPodcast at Yahoo.com. What's up? It's your boy Triple D, and I'm back. Yeah, uh, you know, I tried to do the once a month thing, and I was on. I promise I was on. I was on it, sort of. And then stuff happened. But here I am. <laughs> um, back with my, I guess you could call me this my year anniversary show. And, uh, you know, I, I had some plans that unfortunately kind of went up in smoke, but, uh, you know, it's not going to deter me from giving you guys some content. So today, pretty much just going to be talking about my year, uh, what, what kind of got me to this point and what I've learned along the way. It's not going to be a lot of written out stuff. Um, it's going to be a lot of stuff just sort of from the heart. All right, so before we get started, let's get to these shout-outs real quick. Um, please forgive me. I'm doing these right off the top of my head. Um, I don't have my list in front of me, but um, anybody that I miss, just know that I still love you, and uh, you've probably gotten me through me- you probably gotten me through more than you than you know. Uh, so off top, got to give a shout-out to the big homie Jay uh, from Just Say Words Podcast, always shouting me out, um, always showing love. Um, got to give a shout-out to also known as Podcast. What's up to Ashley A and Ashley S.? Um, go check them out. Go check out all these guys. Um, Pepper and the Salt Shaker, of course. Um, Real and Raw Podcast. Snap and Sip. Talk It Out. And Plus T.O. Black. Uh, Baby Huey, also from the Men Podcast, alongside Jay. And uh, Quimini Jam Sessions. Uh, the Afro Daily. Um, Cajun California. The Empress Nick. Fresco Famous. Talented Slackers. Two Awkward Millennials. Two Shots and a Brew. Mr. Al Sweets. It's D. Murph, Derek Murphy, Q the Great, Salon Talk, of course, Wine and Whiskey, Crystal Clear, to Kenya Talks, of course, the man himself, the John Effect, John of the John Effect, excuse me, the Podfather, Random Chatterings, PTO Unlimited, CD and Juice, The Critical Dump, Flaw 700, People Talk Daily, The Dope Science Show, The Cure Podcast, Midnight Convos, We Got the Jazz, Barry from Podcasts in Color, Good Morning Beautiful, Jones from Stakes is High Podcast, On the Shelf Podcast, did I say The Drunken Nights? I feel like I said The Drunken Nights, but if I didn't, of course The Drunken Nights, uh, Renee Rich, Miss Camilla, Black Girls Laughing, Justin Ruff, and yeah, I think that's everybody. I've, I'm sorry, I feel like I miss people. I, if I did, I definitely apologize for that. Um, so yeah. Go follow those guys. They're all amazing people. Um, some of them aren't even podcasters, but go follow them anyway. Um, so follow all those people. If they got content, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All right, so let's uh, get to it. First off, let's talk about the huge success of Get Out um, by, from the mind of Jordan Peele. It's been amazing from what I've heard. I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but I am going to try to make time to get in there and see it. I'm a bit of a punk when it comes to movies like that, so... Uh, yeah, I might be putting it off until uh, I can go see it in the middle of the day. One of the things that's been kind of being talked about is how it 
it paints a picture of uh, pretty much what black people deal with in scenarios where they're the only black person, um, which I'm pretty sure a lot of us, if not all of us, can attest to how awkward it can be being the only black person, whether it's at um, a quote-unquote family function or even in the workplace. I'll give you a quick example for myself. Um, The place I'm working at now, um, my current job, I work in a physical therapy clinic. I'm not going to say which one, but I am the only black male working there. There is a young black girl who is the uh, receptionist. That's it. Everybody else is a white person. The area that it's in, uh, the patients are pri- primarily white. Um, the great people, um, the, uh, the, our co-workers are pretty great people. Um, but it happens. Some of that, that awkwardness happens where you can kind of tell, you can kind of feel uh, a conversation sort of shifting into a different direction um, that's going to take a bit of a racial, um, going to have some racial undertone to it or overtone or intertone, whatever. And uh, you can kind of, sometimes you feel them sort of like ease off, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Or you got some that'll kind of tiptoe around it. Um, My favorite is uh, every now and then I'll have these interactions with certain older, um, certain older patients where it's like, are you being, are you being my, my, are are you being a little racist right now? I I can't tell. You're you're doing a good job of masking it. And it, it gets a little awkward. But, um, yeah, that stuff is real. So I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. Um, wishing more success and to him. Um, as far as TV goes, the newest show on my limited amount of TV time that I have to watch is uh, 24 Legacy um, with uh, hashtag uh, Black Bauer, hashtag Barack Bauer. Um, I believe his name, the, the actor's name is Corey Hawks. Corey Hawkin, Hawkins. Mm, I can't talk. My bad. If I butchered your name, I, I, I apologize. Corey Hawkins. 24 Legacy, starring Corey Hawkins from uh, Straight Outta Compton. Great show. Amazing show. I didn't watch the original 24 because it came on, I believe, initially. I just kind of wasn't that interested. Plus, I want to say the majority of its run, it came on during uh, on Monday nights, during uh, Monday Night Raw. And I'm a wrestling fan. Those are my stories. And those always came first. But um, I had no idea that the format of the show was just so crazy. Like, how much crap goes on can go on in an hour like i man like it's wild support that show support that brother um i hope it i hope it continues to do great success um and i can't wait to see how this plays out because it's been a while since i've watched a tv show that's you know sort of on the thriller side that's actually had me like drawn in like this so i'm gonna keep watching that i hope you hope you all were watching that too let's see moving on from that um, I know initially when I first started this podcast, like I, I made it pretty clear that I'm not going to really be the guy that, you know, touches on uh, politics. Um, but I have to say this real quick. Um, I'm not going to get super in depth. I'm just going to sort of sort of speak on what, what I'm seeing um, with all this craziness going on with 45 and, you know, his cronies and his homies and all that stuff. Just from the election to where we are right now and and obviously beyond. Um, I, 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 I don't think a lot's going to get done for better or for worse in these next few years. Um, just from my viewpoint, I kind of view what's happening up in DC as pretty much, you know, the, the old, the old guard that the old Republican guard that got this dude in 
pretty much realizing that like this is sort of their their last stand. Um, a lot of these guys are getting older. They're on their way out. I don't feel like they're that many capable people that are going to make it in to continue their ideals specifically because, you know, whether you choose to admit it or not, there's a lot of good happening in the world and in politics. There's a lot of good people that are starting to kind of break through. And they're, I feel they're, I feel like they're, they're somewhat overpowering a lot of, you know, of the BS that's trying to be left behind by the old guard. And that's how I feel about, you know, how this old guard of the Republican Party in Congress, you know, they they did everything they could to to stop Obama from doing what he could. Um, And they did everything they could to get this dude in to, per se, carry on their ideals, but to pretty much just knock the game over, knock the board over, just kick the board over before they leave. Like, it's kind of that thing where, like, you've seen it, whether it's in like a, a, you know, a group setting or a sibling setting where it's like, you know, this person has been in charge for so long, but it's, it's time for them to step aside, whether they like it or not. But before they go, they just knock over the board. You know what I'm saying? Like you're winning. So, and they, they know that it's on the way. Like, this is what gives me a little bit of hope. You know, obviously we're going to have, it's going to be a while before we, we clean up this current mess, but like, it gives me hope that I, I think it's just a desperate act of, some old guys who aren't ready to leave, but know they, that they have to leave and know that they're going to be forced out. Um, that's just how it feels to me. So it's like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of crap going on. And I'm not saying that I'm not taking it seriously, but it just feels like at long last, like change is actually going to come. We're going to have to, we're going to have to, you know, clean up first. But I just I just got this feeling that at some point, hopefully, and I'm, I'm hoping I'm right on this, like I'm hoping that these guys know that they're on their way out and they they make their way out soon because they're obviously not making their way out graciously. I think they're just they're just taking the petty route. You know, fine. If I can't stay at this party, I'm a I'm a drink all the booze. I'm going to I'm going to, you know, I'm going to clog the toilet. I'm going to mess up your parents room before I go. And you're going to be left with it. And that, that's how I, I kind of feel that that's my perspective of what's going on up north. I'm not saying that we shouldn't take it seriously. We should definitely take it seriously. But at the same time, it just feels like these dudes know and these dudes and women, I, I say dudes gender fluidly. Um, I don't that, that was probably horrible grammar, but you're going you're going to take it today. I, I feel like these guys just know that it, it's closing time for them. Like it, it's time to go. And they're just going out with as messy they're going out as messy as possible so that's that's just how i feel um so gotta talk about this remy versus nikki thing uh boy man oh man that sheather i'm sure we've all heard it by now man as somebody who and you know I, i know i spoke on this on the last uh podcast that you know i didn't listen to a lot of popular you know music but i still listen to some and there were a lot of things that you know regardless of how i felt about my peers and you know the people around me there are some things you couldn't escape and uh rat beef was one of them and for remy to to use that ether beat and just kill it people are nitpicking oh she was off beat whatever shut up like she like when's the last time you've heard that vicious of a diss to somebody that's on top like people don't, people you know don't really take swings at people on the top these days. Like it, it happened all the time back in our day. 
Um, but like it, it's been a minute since you've heard somebody go this hard on a classic disc beat, like legit, like legitimately, like that was that was a, a a hard that was a hard shot. So like obviously we're we're waiting for this uh we're waiting for the response and um ironically then whenever you're hearing this the night before I'm sitting before you right now recording this um she dropped another one. What they say, Callie? Another one. That's right. Uh and yeah like no we, there was no response from Nikki in between and people are going back and forth well should she respond does she have to respond I feel like in rap because people keep saying that you know well Beyonce said the best revenge is your paper and you know that Beyonce is an R&B singer if you are a rapper you compete whether it's on stage whether it's on on wax you that's the nature of this game like don't act like this is something new like who cares if you're at the top? If you get challenged, you got to step up. If you decide not to, to 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 say anything back, if you decide not to say anything back, well then you gotta you gotta keep that in mind the next time you decide to call yourself the best of anything, anything competitive. Uh, that goes for sports and rap. R&B is a little different, you know what I mean? Because that they they play by a whole different set of rules. And you can't play the pop card in this 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 particular situation. Like if somebody comes at you with bars, then you got to bring bars back. Now, if she'd have just hit her with some old mumble rap disc saying that she was the best, then fine. You can ignore that. But you cannot say that Remy did not bring lyrics to the table and ju- just sat them down. Like, what you going to do with this? Here it is. What happens next is up to you. People are like, well, why, why is she coming at her so hard? Well, word on the street is Nikki shot first. So you can't shoot first and then be surprised when people shoot back. Um, I feel sorry for Trey Songs in this scenario because he ain't do nothing. He was just, you know, minding his own business, you know, working on growing the hair back to, to, to get the straight backs back in full effect. And uh, he got pulled into this. And for whatever reason, she responded to him like, that that's how you know that's how you know you, you, you're feeling some kind of way when you <laughs> when somebody else gets shot next to you and then you say something to the person that gets shot next to you come on man do better than that uh ebro got called out uh man he married too i don't know what to do I, if i was ebro i'm like who who's she talking about this that's ebro uh six to eight that's whoever took my screen in that's who she talking about man but like, just it's been a minute since you've heard uh, a rap disc that vicious, especially coming from the female camp. Like, I'm not saying that they're not out there because the, Remy's not the first person to come at at Nikki. Like, let's be clear on that. Um, Kim, who, in my opinion, rightfully so, had a reason to come at Nikki in the beginning. We could have that discussion at a later time. Who else? Uh, there was another another kind of I don't. I don't want to downplay her, but um, there was another rapper by the name of Keys that was going hard on her. And I think the only reason that that didn't get any traction was because she didn't have a large enough buzz. So, like, this isn't the first time that somebody has taken offense to the fact that almost, I'm using the word almost in, in case you want to quote me, almost every other verse that Nikki puts out, there's some some version of the phrase, all these bitches are my sons. At some point, one of your sons is gonna take offense to that, whether you whether you whether you like it or not. 
it was it was in the making. It was this was bound to happen. So who we'll see how that how that develops. People are saying that the the another one another one. Yeah. Another one verse well, excuse me, the another one uh track was was weak. But like you've you've clearly seen what Remy's capable of. This feels to me, this feels more like bait. This feels more like let me let me toss something out there that's not as strong. See if she'll bite. Um, hi, yeah, you know, uh, just uh, just checking in from the future. As you can see, my late ass still hasn't posted this. Just wanted to chime in and say that, uh, yeah, Nikki took the bait. As you know, drop no frauds, and um, ugh, it's gonna be a hard no for me, buddy. Uh, I will say this: the little thing she posted on Instagram about whatever you've read it—that's that's weak. You should have put that in the verse. The the fact that you had to go and put that up after the verse means you knew that it was a weak verse. But hey, whatever helps you sleep at night. So uh, yeah, my bad. Let's get back to the past, present, whenever. People are so quick to call things trash nowadays. If I feel like if she bites, Remy's gonna come back with something even harder. Like I feel like this is bait. Like it. What what I don't like about just tactics today is people think everything is trash. Like. There's no in-between. It's either fire or trash. And most of the shit people call trash isn't trash. People just like to call shit trash because calling shit trash is the wave nowadays. Let me let me dial back my rant and save that for another for another day. But you can't tell me that what that statement's not true. The the you the word trash is right up there, in my opinion, now with swag and YOLO. It's it's overused and just because of the wave. Like not everything is trash. Most of you just don't even want to give stuff a chance. You're just ready to call stuff trash because it's the quote unquote cool thing to do. So I feel like this another one and another one. Uh huh. This another one uh, track. It, it feels more like bait. Like you, we know, we know. If you're paying attention, you know Remy is is capable of just heat. So like to call this one trash just off of. The fact that it didn't measure up to Sheether, as I'm sorry, like be smarter than that. Like be smarter than that. It's it's chess, not checkers. That's another problem with with people's opinions on competition. Is people want checkers? They want move, jump, move, jump, move, jump. They want a bunch of haymakers. Like I feel like the reason that the uh, the Jay Z Nas beef kind of worked out the way it did was that. I feel like Nas came out swing with haymakers. Jay played chess. Like a lot of that stuff, his 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 responses were a bit more strategic. I don't think Nikki's gonna be strategic if she responds. I don't think she's gonna be strategic at all. I think Remy's gonna be strategic. I think she's already being strategic. You know, she she dropped this thing and has been on like three or four like big public interviews. So like I I feel like it, it was strategic in her sense. Plus, this is the nature of competition. Like you should, you should want to compete and get better with, with people. Um, prime example, Kendrick dropped the control verse and like Drake didn't respond. Like he kind of let that one go. He kept doing his own thing, but I feel like that control verse prepared him for when Meek stepped up, which <laughs> Meek kind of sacrificed himself for that one. But uh, man, yeah, like if you look at it, it was one of those things where it's just like, okay, you kind of got to know how to pick your battles. Like regardless if you want to call the the if you want to call the the sensitive route or whatever, I feel like Drake kind of knew that bar for bar, 
Kendrick's on a whole another level from where he is. Not to say that Drake's a slouch. Drake is in, Drake is by no means a slouch, but it's another one of those situations where it's just like you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. You know what I'm saying? You got to know, like you know, you got to pick your scenarios for the best outcome. That's why Meek caught that one so as bad. That's why Meek caught that one as bad as he did because okay, yeah, Kendrick called me out. I don't know if a, I don't know if that's a good move. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to the money and not commit suicide because Kendrick has already proven on many occasions that he is capable of ending you. And when I say you, I don't mean Drake in particular, but people and rappers in general. He's he's capable of ending people in general. And then Meek, I, I don't know if maybe he misread the fact that Drake took a strategic move, a strategic step back, stepped up, and of course we know how that played out. But, um, yeah, uh, you, you gotta, you gotta know what scenarios are going to be the most beneficial. Um, so I don't know, Nikki not responding might be the best move in the long run because we know Nikki can rap, but we know, we also know that Nikki has ghostwriters, you know what I mean? Um, plus, um, ever since that whole Meek breakup, Nikki's been a little absent. Like I haven't heard that much from her, like Y'all not bumping her as much as y'all usually do. Um, so who knows? Maybe maybe she's taking time to, to you know, get her personal life together. It, it, either way, it's not my business. But she's she hasn't been as big of a presence as she as she was before. So that may be playing a part into it. Um, what kills me about it is there's a lot of people who really trying to play like the like the Sheether disc was unimpressive. Which and I've been I'm seeing it from cats from my generation. I'm 33, so you know I, I came up in that that Jay Z Nas beef like the you know sort of aware of me personally saying sort of, but like a lot of people being aware of you know the quote unquote golden age of rap with you know Big Daddy Kane and all that and everything leading up to to today. And for people to, from that era to say that they're unimpressed, I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Like, I think a lot of you said it wasn't impressive because you don't want to seem like you're riding the wave. You, you just don't want to seem like you're riding the wave, which to a degree I get. But you got to give credit where credit is due. Like, like you can show props without riding the wave. Like to say you were unimpressed by that, that I don't I, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can accept. I don't know if I can take your opinions that seriously anymore. Like, you don't have to like Remy. But you can't tell me you weren't at least a little bit impressed from that showing. Like, just as a a, a, a self-proclaimed lover of rap, as many of you claim to be, like, to say you weren't impressed by that at all, I don't, I don't fully buy it. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, to each their own, I guess. So, as the count stands, it's Remy to uh, Nikki to be determined. All right? So, uh, wrapping up this random recap... Um, I guess I got to get into my, myself. Um, yeah, uh, I'm in school. School is, school is continuing, um, which is why this one is coming out late. And, you know, I, I really want to keep doing these things, but you know how school is. And, um, school is, mm, school is tough. I forgot how, how rough school was, um, especially going this, you know, especially this particular go around because it's not like a traditional schedule. But, you know, I'm I'm doing my best to persevere and make it through. Um, I listen to a lot of you guys on the way to uh, on the way to class. And 
outside of class before work and after work. Um, I, unfortunately, like I'm not the type that I can listen to podcasts and do homework and study because I'll get distracted. A lot of you guys are too smart. A lot of you guys are too funny. So um, unfortunately, I, I don't get to get to a lot of you guys the way I, I wish I could. But um, I do appreciate the love and the support for uh, when I do post stuff. Um, and I, I just appreciate you guys for for still putting out stuff and keeping, you know, you're still going strong with what you are putting, what you are putting forth. Um, I see a lot of, um, a lot of growth that, um, that just, you know, takes place week to week, episode to episode that I'm hoping that I can, I can show with, uh, my podcast as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep on doing this school thing. Uh, till the wheels fall off, um, or until I have a nervous breakdown, because that's what school does to people. Um, but no, for real, um, just hats off to you guys getting me through, uh, these classes and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, that's it for that. All right. So, uh, let's get into what I really wanted to talk to you guys about today. Um, it's pretty much just my, uh, my sort of year anniversary, um, bear with me. Um, I don't really have any notes for this. I just kind of wanted to go, uh, straight from the heart, um, and start from the beginning of what kind of got me into this and sort of take it from there. So, um, if you'd asked me like three or four years ago, maybe longer, uh, what I thought about podcasting, um, I was like a lot of people at the time who just felt that, um, podcasters were just these weird, social outcast who kind of sat in their basements and just talked about crazy conspiracy theories and why they hated that this uh, character from this comic book was a black woman or an Asian woman or whatever. Um, so, you know, it was, it was weird. Like there was a time where podcasting and podcasters were like the butt of jokes in, in movies and TV series and stuff like that, where they were like, they were like easy targets as just being weirdos. It's like, Oh, I'm not listening to your podcast. I'm not going to be on your podcast or whatever. And unfortunately I, I kind of, it kind of rubbed off on me and I didn't really take part in, in it. So it was like, it was just one of those things I just sort of left alone. Um, to where like, I didn't even really hear about him that much until uh, a very good friend of mine. I, I like to shout her out a lot because uh, she's a good friend of mine. And uh, if I can plug their show, um, I'm going to do it whenever I can. Um, that's uh, Ashley A from uh, the also known as podcast. Go check them out. Um, she actually sort of put me on to quite a few podcasts. Um, just like, hey, check these out. Um, I think the first one I really kind of dove into, well, the one, the first one she really had me listen to was, um, I believe it was an episode of radio lab. Um, don't fact check me on that. I'm pretty sure she will fact check me on that. So I don't need you guys fact checking me. Um, not that you can, but, um, I feel I want to say it was an episode of radio lab and, uh, just the, what they were talking about and the way they went about discussing it was just like really engaging. Like I, I had no idea that they, you know, these things could be this interesting. And um, I was kind of hooked from there. From there, uh, she had me listen to a, an episode or two of the read, um, which I, I feel like has been a lot of people's sort of gateway podcast. Uh, rightfully so. Um, they're amazing. Their chemistry is amazing. Their content's amazing. Their passion's amazing. So that was like step two. Then I want to say step three, which was just like, okay, I love these things, uh, was probably when she got me to listen to um, full title, Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time, period. Look that up. 
Um, if you're a fan of me, uh, movies, more specifically Denzel Washington movies, um, it's amazing with a uh, W W Kamau Bell and Kevin Avery. Um, just, just drew me in, um, just their, their chemistry and, um, how a lot of their conversation, uh, sort of spans like a lot of race relations in Hollywood that I was just kind of blind to. Like I was just a movie goer who watched what I watched. I never really thought about it like that, but you know, you, you, when it's time to learn, it's time to learn, uh, whether you're late or early. So, um, from that point, it was just like, okay, like I'm listening to podcasts left and right. Um, I think from there, I, I kind of found my way to the fan bros show podcast. Um, then I found my way to, uh, just say words, um, Jay from just say words. Um, and it was just like this, you know, this dude, he's not a big name yet because, uh, I'm, I'm telling you now, I feel like I, I have a feeling in my gut that, uh, Jay is going to do very, very big things. And I'm not saying that the rest of you won't, I'm not saying that I'm not rooting for you, but I'm just saying that this is one of the first dudes, um, that wasn't, you know, big budget had a studio. Um, this is one of the first kind of, you know, independent podcasters that I, I listened to. And is, I was just like, this dude is, this dude is on it. Um, so from there, it's just like, okay, this is my, this is one of my, my favorites off top, especially when it comes to independence. Um, fast forward to a few months later, um, my good friend, Ashley A, um, and her good friend, Ashley S, uh, decided to start setting up their podcast. Um, and I was just like, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, just go for it. Like me personally, I, I like hearing women just be comfortable and talk to each other, you know, just talk open and candidly, uh, without worrying about how, how it's perceived. Um, it's something that I wish would happen more in just, you know, public settings and just, you know, personal settings. Um, but just hearing that on a podcast is like awesome to me. So like to hear that my two friends were going to be doing it because just observing the two of them is just like that. You don't get to see certain sides of people for one reason or another, because, you know, society kind of frowns upon it. So it kind of rubs off or, um, you don't get to catch them together. So it's just like, it was cool on multiple levels to find out that they were going to have a podcast. Um, and I think just listening to one of their earlier, uh, one of their earlier cuts was just like, this is, this is awesome. And I was just like, well, it kind of gave me sort of like, I, I kind of want to do it too. Um, I don't, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on the, one of my first, uh, well, actually I want to say I mentioned it on my first ever upload, which, um, you can go back and listen to it if you'd like. I'm not going to advise you to because man, oh boy, it was rough, but, um, I, I experimented with becoming a YouTuber at one point, um, not because I wanted to to get sponsors and be famous and, you know, transition that into acting. I have no desires to do that stuff whatsoever. I'm too much of an introvert. I'm too shy for all that. But just to sort of express my opinions on things, um, because I'm I'm the type of person I'm, I'm I've spent the majority of my life being quiet. Uh, for one reason or another, one, I'm naturally shy and two, like I've just sort of grown accustomed to biting my tongue because either people don't give me a chance to express what my thoughts and my views, or whenever I do get a chance, I get talked over. So, you know, when you have an, a platform like YouTube, um, or, you know, in this case, obviously podcast, it's just like, there's no one to stop you. People may object, but you have to get your opinion out for them to object. And for me, I needed that more than anything. So it was just like, well, maybe I should trans transition over. 
Um, I had, I had long given up on it <laughs> during this time. Uh, YouTube is hard, like between recording and getting the right, you know, lighting and all that stuff and making sure it's high quality and me just being awkward on camera. I was just like, I, I don't know if I can do this. So I, I put that to the side and I just sort of left it alone. So when they started doing that, it just sort of, you know, gave me the courage. It's like, well, maybe I should go ahead and try it myself at the very least. Try it. So here, you know, I, I got myself a little cheap mic. I still have that little cheap mic. I need to upgrade because the sound quality is terrible. Um, but you know, baby steps and, uh, set up my account, started writing out what I wanted to talk about and, uh, fast forward to a year later. Here we are. I've learned a lot being a solo host because it's like, I have to do all this stuff myself. And by do all this stuff, I'm not saying that like, it's a burden. It, it can be a little stressful, but when you're a solo host, um, it's kind of hard to bounce ideas off of people. Um, I learned that fairly quickly. Um, because, you know, I'll ask, I would ask people like, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? And I don't know if it's partially them just not being interested or them not having faith in me, but it's just like, it began to get really hard to get feedback from people that I knew. It's like, okay, I'm asking you for your opinion and you don't want to give it to me. Yeah. You know, or you're beating around the bush. Whereas then if I didn't ask for your opinion, you'd probably be all down my throat with stuff. You, I mean, you're, People do that as is with other things. So it just seemed really strange to me. So it's just like, okay, I can't keep waiting. So I, I have to, I got to do something. So um, I think that might be one of the, the good things about uh, me currently being in school is that they made me take an English composition class and it just sort of um, helped me uh, get my thoughts. It's helping me get my thoughts together uh, before I get on the mic, obviously not this particular time because I'm not going for many notes, but, um, I'm going to be working more on my free writing to, to better plan out what I'm going to be talking about on these episodes and everything. And hopefully have my thoughts more organized. But like I said, I, I learned that over time. Um, I learned that not everybody's going to support you, whether or not at all, or not in the same capacity that you support them. And you gotta, you gotta keep moving if you, especially if it's something that you want to do, whether you agree with it or not, whether it hurt, you know, you feel some type of way, you still have to keep pushing forward. I've supported many people in their, their endeavors and have only asked for just feedback and have not gotten that. And, you know, at, in, initially it hurts, but at the same time, it's just like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? And that's not like, oh, you're just dismissing that because you're hurt. But it's like, no, it's like you you can't keep waiting. So you got to move. You got to keep moving forward. If you find out that what you're doing is not that up to snuff, um, hopefully you find it out from somebody that that you didn't initially ask, which isn't a bad thing. Um, it's just there's no feeling more aggravating than you asking somebody for their opinion. They not them not giving it to you. And then later on, when you don't ask for it, it's like, well, I've been meaning to tell you that this, this, and that, and the third could have been better. It's like, well, you could have been told me that. So it's like, I might take your opinion under, you know, under advisement, but like, whatever, dude, like, come on, you've had plenty of time to tell me this, but you know, it is what it is. You, you can't wait forever. You got to keep moving forward. Um, take the good with the bad when you do get feedback and grow from it. Just, just always remember to keep your vision intact. So, um, I learned that I learned that, uh, sound is important in many, many aspects, um, from the enunciation of your voice to what mic you're using, which, you know, a hey, brother's broke backs, B A C S 
broke ass college student. So uh, I'll get a new mic when I get a new mic. Um, but, you know, learning where to record in my house um, or at another person's house or, you know, how sound works in different rooms um, to other things like I can't put music under my voice like I like I like to and you'll hear that in some of the earlier works if you decide to go back if you don't I'm not going to fault you um but you know these little things that you pick up from time to time I learned that some ideas are going to work some ideas aren't going to work but you're not going to know until you try and put it out there um I've I've learned that numbers aren't everything as much as I like the idea of getting the you know huge numbers um I think for me personally I'm happier with the fact that somebody listened, you know, somebody took the time to hear me out. Um, so I, I appreciate any numbers, whether they be big or small. Um, I'm not trying to be a big time podcaster, at least not no, no time in the near future, not with school on my plate. If it happens, that'd be awesome, but it's not, it's not something I'm, I'm fully gunning for. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm not saying that I, that I wouldn't, but at the, at this current time, um, I just want to get my voice out there. I just want to be heard. I've said it before, like this is more so therapy for me than anything else. This is more therapy than recognition. Um, and I want to have some fun with it along the way. Yeah. So, you know, if it comes, it, it does. If not, so be it. I'm still, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. So if you decide you still want to put up with me uh, and my sporadic posting, I appreciate you. Um, I really do. But uh, if you think I should go somewhere, you just need to just go ahead and unsubscribe because I, I'm not. I'm, I'm still going to be here with my little awkward voice and my awkward stammering and my awkward topics. <laughs> this is this is what it is. Who might need it? So click that share and help the brother out or help them out. Moving forward, there's a lot of things I want to do as far as the, the content goes. I want to, you know. I want to tackle more serious things. Uh, I think one of the things that kind of caught me off guard, but at the same time, I sort of get um, a lot of my my close friends initially when I started doing the podcast, they were like, it's not funny. Like I, I, I'm known for being a, a funny person, snarky, um, which you can't really it's it's a little difficult to do as a solo host if you don't have anybody to play off of. Um, not to say that, you know. I don't enjoy making people laugh nine times out of 10. I'm not doing it intentionally. If the, if the opportunity comes up, I'll take it. And if you know, if it get, if I put a smile on your face, I'll take that too. You know, that makes me happy, but, um, that's not like, I, I don't, I don't always want to be the jokester man. You know what I mean? Like I, I have my set of issues just like you do. Um, if I'm, if my, if me joking around or, you know, or you laughing at me being awkward helps you get through a rough patch, then I, I I appreciate that. And I'll take it, you know, if it, if it got you out of a rough moment, that's cool. But I go through them too. And I want to be able to express how I'm feeling too. So it's not going to be all, you know, lighthearted stuff. I, I feel like quite a few of my, my recent posts have been a bit on the, a little more serious side, um, somewhat unintentional. Um, but I can't guarantee that they're all going to be on the serious side. I, I can't guarantee they're all going to be lighthearted. Um, but moving forward, just know that I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to keep expressing myself. I'm going to keep expressing my thoughts and opinions, whether they be conventional or unconventional. I do want to work with more people. It, it's a little difficult for me being uh, in school and, you know, my current, you know, living situation and everything like that. But um, I do want to, you know, collab with with people and work with people. Um, 
hopefully once I get a better handle on school and my schedule and all that stuff, a lot of you guys are great people and I, I love your personalities and I want to, you know, sit down and, and you know, whether it's, you know, through Skype or in person and just talk it up with, uh, with a lot of you people or quote unquote, talk it out, hashtag talk it out. Or, uh, if it comes down to it and, uh, you know, have some deep conversations, have some fun conversations, um, have some unconventional conversations, have some nerd conversations, just all that stuff. I, I look forward to doing it because I really want to do that stuff. I plan on getting better equipment at some point, but you know, like I said, broke ass college student, it'll come when it does. Um, my content, I want to, you know, I'm going to do my best to keep that fresh and switch it up from, you know, topic based to more, um, well, no, excuse me. I, I want to keep it topic based, but I, I want to give you guys some, some different segments, um, to break it up, give it a different feel, do, you know, little, little skits here and there with other people just to keep it, keep it light every now and then. Um, but, but I'm keeping my same mission and essentially my same, essentially my mission is it's in the name somewhat to be off the clock. Um, for, you know, those of us who have to be a certain person at work or in church or around our family members to be able to, to clock out from that and be who we really are and express what we're really thinking. You know, that, that's what off the clock means to me. Um, not having to bite my tongue, um, whether it's for fear of hurting your feelings or coming off as being misconstrued or, you know, being mis or, you know, just being misunderstood. Um, that's what off the clock means to me. So, you know, I want you to clock out and be that person when you're listening to this show or when you're on the show and talk, feel free to talk about what you're, what, whatever you're going through, whether it's related to, you know, your job or your, your love life or your sex life, um, or, you know, things that you think are cool that other people don't think are cool to just be open you know what I mean? To, be, to add just a little bit more transparency to your life. You ain't got to be full on transparent with me, but like to just to feel like you can be a little more transparent because I feel like we don't do that enough as people today where people are just super. I feel like a lot of people are just super guarded, which rightfully so. There are a lot of people out there that look to hurt people, but you're not going to be able to um, take in certain aspects of life and certain life experiences if you don't open yourself up to them and enable to do that you're going to have to be a little more transparent whether it's growth whether it's love whether it's you know progress until you open yourself up to the idea of these these things you're not going to be able to receive them and if you can't receive them and you don't know why you can't receive them that's just going to resort to you that's just going to be end up leading to you complaining about why you can't receive these things a little transparency goes a long way. I'm not asking you to bear your soul uh, just because I might from time to time. But I don't know if you guys can hear my uh, my my production engineer snoring in the back. It's my uh, my friend's dog snoring like she's worked a double. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I'm here to do. Um, like I said, it's a little bit of therapy for me. Hopefully it can be a little therapy for you um, because we all could use a little bit of therapy. All of us. Yes, us too, black people. We could all use a little bit of therapy in our world. Um, if you're not going to go to seek a professional, let's let's talk about it here and uh, hopefully we can work it out. Um, but yeah, you know, 
Come clock out with your boy Triple D from time to time. And uh, let's get through this, this this thing called life and all that good stuff. So um, that being said, I'm Triple D from the Off The Clock Podcast. You can always find me on SoundCloud, MixCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Just search Off The Clock Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter at Off The Clock Pod. Or you can search Triple D, that's triple underscore D. And you can always email me at off the clock podcast at yahoo.com as always that's o-f-f-t-h-a clock podcast.com and i will see you guys next time